Hey now, welcome to Where Wine Takes You, a wine podcast that is all about the people, places, and stories behind the most exciting wine region around top of its game. We're talking about Paso Robles wine country. I am your host, Adam Montiel. Well, a bonus episode this week because we have a part two of our conversation with Anita and Kunal Mittal of LXV Wine, as well as Anita and Varinder Sahi of Copia Vineyard. These guys, was such a great conversation, tons of great feedback. And in this episode, we're going to get, oh yeah, our phones were hacked by North Korea. Um, we play the wine game and a lot more. So I'm not going to waste any of your time. We're going to get right into it. Thank you for connecting with us here again for part two of our episode called Culture and Connection featuring LXV and Copia. Give me that moonshine, we'll get by, we pass on round till the job is camped out in the trees, it will simplify good company. What are some brands that you guys either have in the kitchen or in the house or maybe your friend's wines that you've been tasting lately that you're just like, oh, man. Like, Well, well the what... Syrah tasting the other yeah. day was fun. Yeah, we just had a Syrah tasting at our Also, home. two days ago, we had an LXV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a Syrah tasting last week. Last week, and uh, we had uh, Carl Balker from Kaliza. Co- um, from Kaliza, he was on the last podcast. Like, so Lord, he, Carl so, and Kaliza yeah, and the team Carl, there, they're doing beautiful. Yeah, Syrah. They, yeah. he was home. Um, Did you taste that Syrah? Yeah. Oh, oh reserve. We had it on the show last time. We yeah. had the reserve. This <laughs> and Josh Harp from Jada was uh, at home. So he makes amazing Syrahs, mm-hmm. and then Brian um, uh, Brian Farrell, Farrell from, from Calesta was there, mm-hmm. and uh, it was an amazing night because we did Brian. T- uh, Blind tasting. So all these guys come over? Yeah. They came over. We did a blind tasting of all of our wines, um, just each other's wines. God, I got to bring the mics and hit record on that. That'll be fun. It would have been hilarious. It would have been hilarious. So that's so cool. So go do, keep going. So we, we, uh, honestly, we tasted a little bit of Napa Syrah. We tasted some some outliers. We tasted some Argentinian Syrah. Wow. And we tasted some. uh, But then we tasted each other's, and I was like, I don't know whose this is, but it's really good yeah <laughs> and that's my favorite part of that moment and that just happened to be the producers that night but tonight yeah. like i already know we're gonna go home and we're gonna taste some desperata because we're using an amphora for the yes. first time this nice August. on a white so, or a red on a white cool and that's and a valious thing so and of course you, it is Valia. You know. so, so we're gonna I, use uh amphora on viennier and on Syrah. good for you yeah. what does it offer the viennier because the viennier already has like that complexity that weight right i'm not sure what but i think we'll let you know yeah, i'm not sure but i bet it's cool but well, i if think it's anything it's like Valia makes it taste yeah maybe that, you know that is one thing i really love about verinder is like well i don't know because i haven't done it yeah well <laughs> so Valia so helped um audrey and i with our peak pool blanc we made our peak pool there that's right yeah. you did that uh, yeah. yeah yeah really cool yeah, yeah. Valia. Did, you, did you use them for uh no 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 those are all Valia. yeah we, we, seven, just, we did a little um, i think epic jordan let me borrow a stainless barrel uh, they let me borrow a neutral barrel so we just did it half and half and stainless cool. and neutral but it was fun it was great yeah I love that. Do you uh, love it? Do you it, love it? Uh, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's really cool. It's fun, it's fun to make a wine and, and then open it and go, oh my gosh, like we made a wine, you know? It's a baby. It's fun to see it. Like, you know, you go to Ember, you're like looking on this, you're like, oh my God, that's yeah. our wine right next to Albin. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So you are in uh, Ember, right? Yeah, I love Ember. Because I live I lived in San Luis Obispo. Yeah. Oh, cool. We love that restaurant. Yeah. I mean, there's so many good restaurants in Paso. I mean, Paso is just blowing up right now. Well, it's we're like, really, for, to answer your question for the Amphora, we're really excited about 
you know, the earthiness and then the, the micro oxygenation that it can right. offer. These are theories, though. We'll let you know after yeah. we do it. I can't it. wait to try it. Okay. Kunal, let me ask you, uh, like I asked them, what are some brands, some buddies of yours, things you're tasting of late that are just really kind of lighting you up? Yeah, you know, again, uh, that's what's so fun about being in this industry. You get to uh, hang out with different sets of winemakers. In, in, our, in actually, our case, talk about serendipity again. We had uh, the Kaliza team over here a few days ago. We had uh, wines with Josh Harp like three day, three nights ago. It's we just end up running with the same people. Right, you guys are all hanging out. I love that. It's yeah. So cool. So. Um, uh, for, for us, on the in, uh, you know, in the Bordeaux category here, we're a big fan. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Brecken's Cap Franc. Yes, good point. Uh, yeah, uh, the I want to get him on the podcast, Damien Grinley of Brecken. Here's a dude who has the footprint of an old, you know, historical place, Art Norman's place, yep. and has done some amazing things with it. May have some of the oldest cab vines around, and he's got a really interesting. He's like a caver. He goes in mines and caving and stuff. Like who does that? You know, he's so interesting. I love Damien. Yeah. And we're, uh, you know, already spitballing about whether we can exchange some, you know, I can get some of his Cap Franc fruit and oh, Syrah fruit. See what he's doing, Ita? See what happens. <laughs> um, you know, they, they do good. Uh, Jada uh, does some solid uh, uh, Bordeaux Six Mile Bridge. Yes. Uh, that Anthony's project again. Uh-huh. Again, mm-hmm. a, a connection there. Right. Does some solid uh, Bordeaux. So this, this, you know, obviously Dow is is putting a foot behind, behind cabs in Paso. So there are some amazing uh, Bordeaux coming out of this region. Again, this region has obviously it's known really for its own, but start off as a Zin place. There's Pinots. I mean, there's a Pinot festival. There's a Pinot festival here. Uh, there's Bordeaux. There's everything. You know, it's so interesting you bring up Dow because. Uh, it's a great conversation. We've had him on the podcast twice, and he's so real. And for someone who has so many people with opinions and stuff, when you just like let him just talk and like let him bounce off, he's just so honest. It's great. And you know, as you guys were told, like, hey, you guys are going to plant what Bordeaux in that vineyard? I mean, here's a guy who just loves Bordeaux in his core and was like, not only am I going to do my thing here on the mountain, but I'm going to speak with the loudest megaphone I can to let folks know that like cab can come world class the best cab can come from Paso Robles wine country you know so I think it's really cool and I think folks like you who have a love for Bordeaux and are still you know small and relatively boutique can really you know you must love that him going on the proverbial mountaintop and I guess literal mountaintop and letting it speak out say hey world class cab comes from Paso Robles and Nita said this earlier right these bigger brands are the ones that are out there getting people from outside California, at least. People from San Francisco, L.A., discover us, they drive to us. How does a person in Texas or Chicago or anywhere else discover us? It's through, initially through these big brands, having tasted them at restaurants, on a you know grocery store shelf, at a Costco shelf. These are the brands that are, that are actually our marketing dollars, essentially, for us with good wine. So it works really good for us. We were in Saint-Emilion in a, um, in a, in a wine shop, and they were pouring Dao in Saint Emilion in a UNESCO heritage town. They were pouring Dao. We were blown away. Yeah, that's it's pretty amazing. Cold. And Daniel Dao, um, he's literally one text away. And you know everything that Varendra and Anita were talking about, the people that they they tasted the Syrahs of. We just did a Bordeaux night with Bill Gibbs, mm-hmm. where we tasted Bordeaux. Bill we, Gibbs G two G two. We just yeah, we did had it a him few on. He's great. Ago. He's fantastic. But you know what's interesting? It's this penchant 
for a winemaker to keep learning. One of the reasons why we do these nights of Syrah night or Bordeaux night is that because your winos the quest that. never <laughs> stops to not make the best wine. The quest never stops to taste the best wines, and there's such a difference yes. between the two. Right? Oh, what a good point. I'm so glad you didn't let me stop your momentum with my it's, dumb joke. That was really good. No, you're, you make such a great point. That's well, a she really, has a really lot of point. practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm back into... So did we talk about all the wines? Did we talk about all four wines? There's one wine we didn't get to because for Kopi, we had the Pursuit, which was the Syrah, and we also had the Cure, which had the great story that was the uh, SGM, right? The Syrah Grenache Mauved. And then with LXV, we have the Cab Franc. So I would love to talk to you about the jewel. Um, so LXV, the way we look at LXV is there is the blends, which we source from very respectable vineyards in and around Paso. And then, of course, we go down south as well. So we have G2 North, which is a huge part of our Bordeaux program with Bill Gibbs. Um, Those are going to be hard grapes to get. With Bill Gibbs. G2? Oh, yes. There's a negotiation. There's a way to negotiate with Bill Gibbs. Talk to me afterwards. I'll tell you what works with him. Um, (laughs) Because, I mean, like, Donnie just got a 100 with his Syrah from G2. And then, of course, Justin. I mean, so when I talked to Elena and Stanley from Top, Bill happened to be there on this podcast. you got to go back if you're listening because it really gives you an idea on Bill Gibbs. And he tells the story of how he fell into – and it's another person, how Justin kind of helped direct him Mm -hmm. and helped him find this beautiful property and the story is just like Paso perfect you know so continue I just want to enlighten someone if they didn't know and a shout out to um to Elena and to Stanley. Stanley. Mm-hmm. They were at this tasting too. Top winery. And top winery. And Stanley, the way he thinks about wine, I am so enamored. Me too. And, and um, I, I'm so interested. We are, we are members at Top. We love his wines. But to, to sit at that tasting with all these Bordeaux and to hear him talk about Bordeaux, it's, you know, one of the beauties of being a winemaker is sharing that table with other winemakers. It's a high I cannot explain. I know. That's the reason I do this show. Because because like I cannot even ever be on your level, but I just love it so much. Just like I love the wine, like I love the conversation and to see you guys together and like the intermixing of that that chemistry and like what watching you guys kind of geek out on what you love. It's literally like a high for me too. So I, yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. But I said this on your last podcast too. Um, you know, honestly, tip uh, hats off to you for what you did for small wineries during the pandemic. You literally, literally gave us a platform when everything was shut down to reach out to the world, um, and so you kept that connection continued between the wineries and the world. So um, you you don't know what big impact you have on the wine industry. You really, really don't. But I wanted to talk to you about about the the, the two aspects of LXV. There is the blends that you know we source from, from outside. Um, really good vineyards. I was talking about Gito, Beatacito. We're getting some Syrah. Uh, Jada, Denner. Um, uh, the uh, Cabernet Franc is from Portico Hills. White Hawk. Beautiful, oh God, beautiful yeah. vineyard. Um, someday I want to say Copia. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you have enough to sell yeah, them a little fruit? 
Maybe. He's yeah. my he, Valentina is my brother. She's my first, sister. Uh, yes. she says, first, first, tell us about your negotiation <laughs> with Bill Gibbs. Hello, Bill Gibbs of G2. You're the only one who didn't sell us fruit. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, she's my sister and if she wants something, yeah, she can so, have it. So in India, oh, there, wow. is, there is this thing where a sister, on one day of the year, she can ask her brother anything. anything. Really? Yes, there is this thing. That day so, is coming. That day is coming. It's actually the next couple of days so thanks for bringing this oh up. my gosh so it's like a, ca- a day it's, on the calendar so, so the, it's, it's a beautiful yes. be- festival celebrated every year called Rakhi and it was you know back in the day when uh, women needed the protection of men the brother vowed to protect his sister at all costs it was a beautiful beautiful sentiment so the brother no matter where in the world and these are the t- were the times where you don't didn't have cars or you know electric vehicles the brother no matter where in the world he was he would travel to be with his sister on that day and promise to protect her. It's a wow. beautiful sentiment and he would give his sister anything that she wanted. Iraqi literally means protection. Protection, protection yes. So what kind of things in India get asked for? I mean, is this something that people will ask for? Small gestures? Will they ask for big things? I mean, what is kind of the ask in, in a culture? What would the sister ask you, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's more emotional. It's okay. more gestural. It's more um, um, representative of the relationship. Okay. If you play your cards, it's a fruit from Copia. So <laughs> <laughs> it it really depends upon. Well, the it sounds like if we can make a call to Bill at G two and get these guys on the, on the hook for uh-huh. some G two, uh-huh. it sounds like Done some. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love to bus- correct the record. He did offer me Zinfandel, which I was not making at that time. So, yes. So. Yes, Sarah. Yes. You so, <laughs> will. Um, so, and he knows what she wants. By the way, we we love Bill. Oh, Bill's uh, great. I mean, He's a great and, 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 he, yeah. and he knows. Amazing and, farmer. And we, we all know that things that come out of G2 Vineyard are very, very special, no matter what. And, and he knows that too, but he also knows in my conversation with him, and you guys know him far beyond um, me, but I felt like he really was really thankful in how he stumbled upon this. Like, of course. If yeah. he didn't just ask for Justin and Justin didn't give of him the way he did and you know what you should buy that and I'll take this part of it you know what yeah. I mean like I mean it's a really cool again like per- Paso perfect story yes. I, I actually appreciate the way that he he operates a lot like the rest of us do I mean he's just like this is my piece of land and it takes as much effort to make mediocrity as it does excellence and so why would you do the former why yeah. why not go for it all and yeah. that's how he operates and that's how we operate yeah favorite restaurants to go to around here Anita Oh my God. Is it too, it's probably too tough, huh? You don't want to let... Oh, I, no, I still want to talk about that. Go, do, please. So, uh, Ernst Hemingway. I know. I'm giving a shout out. Oh, right. Sure. For the food, for the ambience, hospitality. If you want to make an... I hung out with Spencer of uh, Ernest Hemingway. In the, I haven't had the wines yet, but uh, it was cool. I can't wait to try them next week. Oh, fantastic. Um, but I'm talking about the steakhouse. Yeah, no. What should I order? Downtown. Uh, what should you order? Okay, they do a phenomenal thing of a trio. And that trio of meat changes very frequently. So, um, uh, once I had... It was quail, lamb, and duck. Oh, this, yeah. I, he talked about this. It comes like, on a board? Yeah, it comes on a board. It's oh, cool. fantastic. The tomahawk is to die for. Mm. But literally, everything... You can eat a tomahawk? I can't, but I can share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a heathen Indian. I love it. I eat oh, steak and are. I drink uh, drink wine. Um, and I curse just a little bit. Um, and, That's why I love you. <laughs> and um, the other one is Thomas Hill Organics. Mm. True farm to table. She does a beautiful job with that. Um, how about you guys? 
guys, what are your favorites well, in town? Small town, so you know we have similar I know choices. I know you, uh, one of your no, favorites, which those, is LPC. Those two, and we'll vouch for LPC, LPC Hatch. Yes, yes Le Petit Canage, BL Brasserie. Old school, right? Especially if he's got those curried mussels on his menu at that. I just don't see anything else. That's all I want. Yeah, it's so cool. I love I love BL Brasserie. What's love, your favorite, Dada? Oh, gosh, La Petite is great. I love yeah. um, uh, the Alchemist Garden. I oh, love, yeah. yeah How they're could doing, you forget those? I know. They, they well, just had a workshop um, where they actually taught you uh, to make some really? couple of uh, uh, cocktails. Uh-huh. Um, Alchemist Garden is... Il Cortile. Oh, Il Cortile, yes. Of course, right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I think it's hot now, and I was talking about this on my morning show, is that finding a chef who maybe doesn't have a brick and mortar, but just kind of be like... Kind of being like, oh, I want to like, I love the chef. I want to follow them. Oh, they're going to be Alex V. Like Rachel Ponce to me is that. Rachel Ponce is the new like. She I don't know where oh, she's going to we be next week. Her. We Rachel is her. amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. She did uh, uh, for our uh, club party. She did a. And she works with Alex V. With a Doc lot. Confi. That was the best paella I ever had. Yeah, and, her paella was And it was, was the paella amazing. that really? She Better than Jeffrey's paella? There's no, no way. Well, it's I mean, different. I mean, it we love like Jeffrey's paella It was a game too. meat paella. She, really? Okay, okay. But she paired that paella with the straw, uh, which is gamey, and this paella was, uh, she made in a duck on feet and, oh. and a lot of duck fat. A lot of duck fat. we roll. That's so good. Yeah, she's so good. Yeah, Rachel Ponce is nuts. And it's just like, okay, now I just want to go to her website, look at her events calendar and see, oh, you're going to be at this I'll be? just go. I mean, until she gets a brick and mortar, that's the way you got to find people like that. Guess who's doing the white Sangiovese dinner? <laughs> Chef Rachel? Oh, of course. So good. But it, that's the beauty of Paso. When is that dinner? If you go to our website uh, and events, it'll be listed. By the time it's on your show, it will be listed right, on cool. our website. And since we're talking about it right now, I'll make sure it's at the top of the list. Very good. So you can access it. But just a shout out to Paso. Yeah. Um, you know, we are a small downtown, so there are only so many restaurants that you right. can have. But these chefs are doing, it's Chef uh, Rachel, the Chef Daniel, who was here earlier. They're doing phenomenal work. Um, so when you come to Paso, you can have those uh, moments with your family and your friends where you have a beautiful Airbnb and you can bring them on to make these dinners for you, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's so cool. The website for LXV, lxvwine.com? www.lxvwine.com or just say who are the Indians in town. It'll be either Copia or LXV. <laughs> and uh, both of them do fantastic. Copia does her own. So we do Bordeaux, but both wineries do fantastic. And wines. how hilarious that both our names are some version of Nita, Anita. Anita. Oh my God, right? I know. lxvwine.com. And you guys are open seven days a week or what? Seven days a week, uh, 11 to 6. Uh, sorry, yeah, 11 to 6. 11 to 6. And do you want people to make appointments? We prefer that. I mean, we, we always welcome walk-ins. We, we always welcome walk-ins, but you know, appointments allow wineries to plan, allow us to plan our staff, allow us to give you the best experience. So uh, 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 reservations are always uh, recommended. And I remember back in the day, Nita, you would do these, and I know you still do them, because when I just had that um, rosé pool party thing I put on at the Elks Lodge, and you were nice enough to bring your sold-out rosé for the group. That was so sweet of you. And you do, I've always done these little spice cheese pairings with the wine, which is so cool. 
So at LXV, every wine gets paired with these medley of flavors from all over the world. It is a food and wine pairing in some sense, but it's a deep dive. It's a deconstruction to understand wine. It's a high. People leave with us aha moment. We've actually named top 10 wine experiences in America because of that. So if you taste it here, if you order online, which, which please do, what you experience in the taste room is literally what we send you. So you get the wine, you get the spice, and the idea is to feel this interaction between the wine and the flavors and see that those flavors elevate. It really elevates the wine. You guys were really hustling during the pandemic. I remember you guys were putting together <laughs> little things to mail out and stuff like that. Was It was a weird time, and huh? We, and we still do it. So you still do it? We still do Good it. You. So, you know, if you have um, guests who are listening to this in New York and they want to experience LXV, um, please... guests listening in Kenya? I mean, we, oh, we're, all, we're well, in 90 well, countries. If it, they're guests <laughs> listening in Kenya, then we will come to you <laughs> with the wine. I love but it. if it's somebody in New York, just talk to us for uh, the right number of people, we'll actually do a virtual tasting with you. Super cool. Uh, with the wine, with the spice, and do a deep dive into first into Paso, then into Bordeaux, then our wines, and then the pairings. Uh, quickly, Kunal, you want to say something first before I ask you my question? Yeah, I just want to say, I mean, these pairings are very unique. We paired rosé with steak and cab with poached lobster. Uh, we paired pasta with cocoa. So... They are very unique. All these recipes are on the website. All 15 minutes or less recipes because I'm not a patient cook uh, and I'm not a Rachel. So I'm a home <laughs> chef. You are you are a tech dude. You have had uh, some really high positions in, in tech and securities and stuff. What is harder, making wine or what you were doing uh, in, in high tech? Uh, both are equally hard. They're both different jobs. Uh, this is more fun, which is why I've chosen to give up tech. A lot less money, but a lot more fun. A lot less money, huh? You don't get into wine to make money. <laughs> it's kind of like radio. So do you, do you, um, was that job easy for you? Was it, or was it all, was it always some, was it, was it testing on you and challenging to you? Obviously you were able to do it and do it well because you took your talents to different places. So, or, or was it something that, I mean, tell me about that talent and that inherent brain that took to do those things versus this thing. So uh, a lot of similarities, right? Uh, any tech job has a lot of science involved in it, right? Science, math, understanding of technology. Wine has a lot of science involved in it. Wine, wine to me, is science and art. So, Which is it more? Uh, to me, it's, very, it's equal mm. because the, the science is not getting uh, the chemistry wrong because ultimately you're, you're, you're making a product and you have to get the chemistry right. And the art is understanding the vintage, understanding the terroir, understanding what barrels to use and you know, what blends to make. And that, that becomes ultimately a very personal choice. So the blending decisions for LXV that Nita and I make with the help of our consulting winemaker, Jeff, three of us make all those decisions and they're based on our palettes. What does someone need to know if they're listening, have a job that's doing really well for them, they're making good money, but they have a desire to like light up inside more how did you make that transition? How did you know when was right to like, how long do I string it along? How long do I commute? When do I break the cord? Uh, uh, again, uh, every person has their own journey. For me, um, I worked at a local company called MindBody. And Just a little local company. <laughs> the, the, the largest tech company on, on the Central Coast. And I was fortunate enough to work in, a, in a, an executive position there for about three years. And came a point where I decided that, you know, I'm ready to make the jump. 
you were doing Sony. You were working at a big, you know, huge corporation. Right. So, so I was working at Sony. Um, I was part of the famous Sony Pictures uh, uh, security breach uh, several years ago. And after that, you know, the whole eventually the commute started getting, you know, even though I could fly, train, plane. So what you do? You like you guys got hacked and you had to figure it out or something or what? Oh, that was a that was a nightmare. Tell me what happened again. North Korea hacked. Uh, Sony Pictures, the first uh, cyber terrorism uh, against against a U.S. company. Wow! So it was a fairly large deal. Uh, Working overtime for a little bit, huh? The wine had to be on hold for that. Well, I I had uh, what my team, my security team, that was about forty people, and we worked uh, three hundred sixty-five days, uh, sixteen hours a day. So like, I'm never gonna have like, oh my god, how did something go down at work today? Oh yeah, we got hacked by North Korea. What was that like? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Well, um, well. We, you know, a bunch of teams, including uh, FBI, NSA, CIA, we provided a report uh, to Obama, who was the president at that time. He went up on national television and announced um, it was a, a act of terrorism by North Korea. So, pretty big. Yeah. Can I share that moment real quick? Right? Please, you're, please. Yeah, in bed, backs packed. It was around Thanksgiving, and backs packed to leave. And, Where are you going? Um, God, don't even remember. Okay. Now. All I can remember is the the, the skull right. that was on the on the screen. And you know, you've seen it in the movie. Kim right? Jong Un put a skull <laughs> on your screen, dude. Shut so, up. Uh, we wake up. Uh, sorry, didn't need to decide. We wake up in the morning. And I get a call from one of uh, my teammates. It's like, you know, we got hacked. I'm like, okay, whatever. You're thinking like phishing thing, whatever, yeah. something. Right. He's like, no. Uh, so I, I, I turned on my phone and my phone had a skull on it. <gasps> I turned on my laptop and it had a skull on it. But you know, Did you see it? Go, go ahead and no, no, continue what you're saying. Have you seen that in dramatic movies where you know somebody gets a call? It's in a Bollywood movie. Somebody gets yeah. it and they're like, It's in what? every Bollywood yeah. movie. What? what? <laughs> and it's, it's in the novellas. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, in yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That was the moment. I kid you not. Kanal and I, we're in bed. He gets a call and he literally went from like a supine sleeping position to like, What? I was like, <laughs> oh. I, ha- I saw that and I was like, There goes our vacation. Oh, like, I no. just knew it the way he expressed it. I was like, okay. Kim Jong-un took your vacation. So is your cell phone useless at that time or what? Did you have to like put it in a bag and send it to the feds or what? Yeah. So uh, we confiscated every piece of equipment for an $8 billion company and rebuilt the entire infrastructure of an $8 billion company from bare metal. So all the tech companies wanted their equipment back so they could figure out uh, how to prevent this hack in the future. So we actually shipped every piece of hardware back to Dell, Microsoft, Cisco, named the company. Wow. Uh, and, and they sent us loaner equipment. We were on the phone with Michael Dell because we needed 6,000 laptops overnight. Yes. Wow. And he's like, okay, I'll make it happen for you. Whoa, they did? Well, I was not, our CEO was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it was absolutely insane for a whole year. Man, so. that is a crazy story. Oh, more with some drinks after that. Then- In the mic, I can hear you. Go ahead. And then in the middle of all of that, there is Seth Rogen who like is mosing on on the lot and and offers Canal a um, let me put it a nice afternoon smoke stroll yeah a little stroll let's just call it stroll well if Seth Rogen I mean I don't know what Kunal's tastes are but if Seth Rogen offers me an afternoon I'm going to be a polite person and oblige so uh, (laughs) the only issue was I was walking into a meeting with our CEO the head of FBI and head of NSA. 
So not really a time to indulge no. in something like that. Oh my gosh. But I got to imagine you thought twice, right? Do you think twice? I would have thought twice. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> And that is why he makes wine. That is so good, Kunal. I love you. Infinity. Infinity, I love you. Oh, my gosh. What a story. That is so cool. So, Anita, Verinder, at what point did you guys cut that cord? Like, we do it for a little while, and we're like, no. Or you guys had, like, a swift move, right? For us, it was, um, I think right from the beginning, we knew we were jumping in. You know, it was uh, taking a jump off the cliff sort of thing for yeah, us. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit crazy. A plunge. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, he he ha- had a very and has a very successful uh, real estate development uh, company, and and I was working in restaurants, and so my my world was hospitality and and developing wine lists and beverage programs. Perfect. And I. You know, I was taking a little break from that at the time. I had worked in New York City for eight years and, quite frankly, was burned out. Sure. And, uh, for needed me, a minute. Yeah. For me, I was sort of semi-retired. I, you know, my kids were, uh, they were grown up. And I wanted to do something that, that meant something. And uh, it was, uh, you know, and a hobby that turned into passion. And now it's business. Uh, and it was all in for us, you know, we jumped in. But again, that word serendipity, you have to be able to do it with the right, you know, at the right time, in the right place, and with the right person. That's and in true. the right way, too, because, I mean, both of you guys seem to come from vocations that when you spend all your time on that could conceivably create more financial wealth than say just making wine but if we're going to follow our passion and then obviously there's a value to doing what you love and it not Adam, feeling every, like work everything creates me. more financial worth than what we're doing right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but right but you you know oh, wine making and wine business as it is you know a lot of times you know it is a deep pockets business yeah but when you come as a you know normal People is hard, you know, but at the same time, there's a lot of sweat equity yeah. that you have, you contribute to this business. And, well, and just the feeling when you rest your head on the pillow at night, that yeah. feels so good that yeah. you're doing something you love. Yeah, yeah. exactly. To me, and you know, we are farmers for last 10 to 11 generations. And to me, the farming, the vineyard, that is much more satisfying you know, at, at the same time, um, winemaking is, but that farming aspect, and I think it's a complete loop. When you farm and they make wine, it just makes so much natural sense. You know, you full circle. Yeah, it's full circle. And, yeah, and you present that to someone um, that you know you you know exactly when that fruit was. Uh, you know, when the flowers came, when it was bloom, when it fruit fruit sat, when you all the decisions you make in the vineyard and then at the end and you make the wine and it's just it's such a beautiful thing North Korea ever hack you? No man (laughs) however we may have met Seth Rogen too (laughs) I love it how do people learn more about copious wines? Well, for, first and foremost, we'd love for everybody to visit us right here um, in downtown Paso on 13th Street. And you can learn more about Copia at our website, copiavineyards.com. C-O-P-I-A. C-O-P-I-A vineyards with an S dot com. Cool. Um, 
You, I've played the wine game with you, I think, Nita, right? We played the wine game before. Yes. Would you guys like to play the wine game? You know what? We should play. Well, we don't know what it is, but we'd love you. to play. Yeah. <laughs> what if is you it? ask, if you ask, Verinder, what are you? I'd like love to play, to play anything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is he very competitive, Anita? Very. Yes. I love it. What were you going to say, Nita? Now I wanted to see if we can play an Indian game with you. Please. Because you always do a wine game, but I cannot think of something that just. Uh, top of my head but let's play the wine game well if you think of like an Indian game that we can like play real quick let me know the Indian game is dinners at your house what are we eating yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think and I know but Anita I mean we did not have wine I think all of us right. before we were turned 21 yeah or even probably after I never had wine till I was 22 yeah so this is a true passion so for us, because it's yeah. something yeah. that's to not do something that we never yeah. tasted as growing up is really speaks about our passion. Verinda, what's your favorite LXV wine? Joe. Uh, Anita, your favorite LXV wine? This is very hard because that Cap Franc we just mm. had is now my new favorite. I just put it in my Sorry, glass again. Nita, sorry. Anita, what is your favorite copia wine? Any Syrah. That Verinda makes any Syrah. It's, his expression is poetry. Yeah, I love it. Go ahead, and add Kunal. Oh, we had a bottle of the 2017 Source, which is my favorite now. Which is that? What's the Source? Another Syrah. Syrah. Cool. All right. And Syrah is our passion. Syrah is our thing. Very good. Well, we know a Syrah is copious thing. We know that Sangio and Cab Franc, depending on who you talk to, is LXV's thing. And the whole... What does LXV stand for? It's very sexy. The whole idea... So, everything here is very sexy. I feel sexy when I'm here. I feel when I walk in, I'm a little sexier. So the whole vibe is very good. I know. Just look at you. Yeah. Just look at you right <laughs> I'm now. Glowing, right? <laughs> Um, LXV is, of course, 65 in Roman numerals because we are inspired by the 64 sutras. So the entire, when we talk about the richness of Indian culture, it's, um, it rests on these 64 sutras, music, dance, feng shui, art. Kama? Um, it's a manifestation of that. Okay. But really what's at the heart of it is these beautiful arts. Mm. Um, and so for us, the story of our wine is the 65th sutra. Hence, LXV. Nice. Deeper even, for me personally, you enjoying my glass of wine is that 65th moment. You are LXV. She's captivating, Kunal. How, do you, how did you catch Anita here? Does she do this at home? Will you just be talking about something <laughs> in the kitchen and she captivates you on what we need to eat that day because of something like, she could just sell me anything. She can. Yeah. Yeah, she sold herself to me. Somehow. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's all that the dog wants to That just wow. No, I, I didn't. I didn't mean it wow. anymore. <laughs> no, of course. I, I thought you meant it in the purest Adam, way. Anything looks like she looks like San Giovese is going to be the wine tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And guess what? White Cabernet Franc is going to need a lot of fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another year delay for you. But I have a question for you, Adam. Please. If I could. Absolutely. Go ahead. What keeps you... You've been doing this for such a long time. What keeps you so interested in doing this? So many... You're not only doing this show. You do many other shows. And you do this day in and day out. What keeps you going all these years? Yeah, I really like... I mean, the, the of course I love wine. And I've told the story on how I just like fell into wine... But also like fell in love with wine. But then one of the things I learned about what I love about wine were the stories behind it and the people behind it. So that's where, and then when it, when it comes to here, like with the cork we've done the show and everywhere from, you know, Bordeaux to Napa, 
Anderson Valley. We've done shows everywhere. Uh, of course, we're based out of here, but the people here are like really unlike anywhere else. And if it wasn't for like, I mean, you and I have known each other for, you know, probably eight, nine years, you know, and just that feeling where I love meeting new people like Anita and Verinder, but it like warms my heart that I know that I get to come and talk to Anita and Kunal again that never gets old and since your story's never getting old it's constantly evolving the wine scene here mm-hmm. is constantly evolving and then it's like you know the cork dork started uh, as a wine show but and, and so did where wine takes you started as a wine podcast but and, and it is but when you look at paso it's like well i can't not appreciate this scene and not look at like oh my god look at the world-class spirits i mean we're leading the country in in distilling spirits and things like that or or other products like i mean you guys are not far from a general store look at all the different makers of things that jolie aaron and jillian have put together i I love the general store so i mean like all all these other makers of things whether they be soaps or candles or you know sheep's milk ice cream so there's just such this like this uh, idea of producing and making and following one's passion to like put something out there that's like a piece of yourself and I'm just always like I was listening to old cassette tapes of my mom who passed away it'll be 20 years ago which still feels like yesterday but I was listening I was putting old cassette tapes in the garage when I should have been cleaning out the garage and I just got lost in old cassette tapes and she was just talking to me about how um, I loved asking questions and she says on there and I I got chills when I listened to it she's like it is a shame to have a talent and not use it and you ask so many questions you need to just you need to figure out how to use this God-given talent because it is a sin if you don't use a talent that you're given to by God, you know, and just the idea of like, yes, I mean, questions, well, sometimes we're all curious, but just to be able to like ask questions and, and dig deeper and really be passionate about that next layer coming off the person. That's really what lights me up about it all. Beautiful. What was your mom's name? Sandy. Oh, here's to Sandy. Here's to Sandy. Yes. I love here's that. to Sandy. Yes. I love it. Oh, thank you. So we got lxvwine.com. We got copiavineyards.com. And now we got the wine game. So the wine game is so much fun. I love it. We're going to go in a clockwise fashion. And we're really just going to name Paso Brands, right? Paso Wineries, Paso Brands. And the two things you don't want to do is you don't want to repeat one that's already been said. And you don't want to pause longer than, say, three seconds. I'm pretty liberal with that. I'm not trying to get anyone out. But if you're just pausing too long, eh, we'll get you out. Then we'll just go around, all right? Everyone good? Mm-hmm. Let's do it's, it. I love seeing how people think Let's of this. Or do it. They all have their own little strategies. Okay, the oh, wine yeah. game. Here we go with both Kunal Anita and Anita and Verinder. Alex V. Copia. Go ahead, Nita. Copia. Niner. Alex V. Booker. Booker. He says Booker. Hey. I, I, no, I'm, it's me. I play too. Justin. Hayseed. Dutanil. Kaliza. Dano. Uh, midnight Sellers. Tudor. Broken out. Were you going to say Midnight? I lost on that. Oh, you lost on that with Midnight? Oh, my, that's so funny. Jada. Eberly. Good one. Opolo. Pianetta. Brecken. Grey Wolf. Justin. I think I said that already. I said that already. <laughs> okay, so Verinder is out. out. Now, so it's uh, it'll come to me and then it'll go around again. So I will say Donati. Onyx. Hatcho. Oh, she's good. They're very quick. She's Niner. Like, wonderful. How about Sextant? Calesta. How about? Brecken. Did we say Do we? We said that already. Oh, okay, wow. so Anita is out. It's Adam. I think we're relieved to be out. <laughs> Anita and Kunal. And I will say uh, end of the day wines. Cereal. Wines of the Merry Crest. 
Oh, that's a good one. Victor, that's another dude who um, commuted a bunch from LA. You don't get to. Victor. You, you don't okay, get sorry, to get sorry, sorry. Like chronic, chronic. <laughs> sorry, I wasn't trying to buy time. I was trying to enlighten. <laughs> Pull my junction. Graveyard. Uh, Peachy Canyon. Uh, no. Oh, okay. So <laughs> Nita is out. It is now. It is now. I know that's the thing. You've already overthinking it. You Winery. I know, totally. All right, <laughs> totally. So Adam and Kunal. It is Kunal's turn. Go ahead. Turley. Turley. Halter Ranch. Zaneda. Jay Ducey. Booker. The, that was said already. That was said already. <laughs> Very good. That was a good wine game. That was a good wine game. You guys are competitive. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to up our game next time. Verinder's a perfectionist, isn't he? No, I am not. No, I'm the perfectionist. Is he? She, he, she's... I'm the baker, he's the cook. Yeah. There you go. Well, this has been so much fun. It was great to meet you guys. Uh, it was fun to meet Verinda. It was fun to meet Anita. You got to go to copiavineyards.com, taste their wine, uh, downtown Paso, open seven days a week? Seven days. Yes. Sweet. And then we obviously like an appointment if possible, but... If possible. Great. But we, uh, we welcome the walk-ins as well. And then, obviously, you want to hit the website because you guys have events and things, right? I mean, there's things going on, special there's things. There's lots of things going on, especially in the next few months. So we'll, okay, be, we'll good. be posting that. Yeah, soon. the pursuit, so much fun. I love people that play with uh, grapes outside of the area. Uh, I know that, you know, this is a Paso wine podcast, but there's so f- it's so much fun to see folks from Paso play with other fruit. I do love that and uh, represent it so well. LXV, LXVwine.com. And you guys are doing the same thing. I mean, for whether it's Whitehawk or different things so uh, what, what is coming around the bend for for lxv so our fall program is going to be our Bordeaux releases. So we're going to have our left bank Bordeaux release called The Secret, our right bank Bordeaux release called The Tempo, and the Reserve Cap Franc going on the list very Good. shortly. Go to lxvwine.com. Make sure you ask about this jewel. It was the favorite of Verinder over here from Copia. And then um, check out both these wineries and let them know you heard them on here because these wines were fantastic. Both of your vibes. And I hope people learn more about each of you because there's so much to like dig deep and just like get to know you guys. And I hope people get a chance to obviously you know meet you too also because it's it's so cool you guys have such great personalities and this was so much fun so thank you thank you for sharing where wine thank takes you so much. thank you yeah. cheers 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 we pass on round till the job is in the trees it will simplify good company There you go. How do you not just love them? Thanks to Nita and Kunal Mittal, also Anita and Verinder Sahi. So much fun. LXVWine.com, CopiaVineyards.com, and really try and get to an event. Don't just taste. Don't just look for those wines. I mean, I want you to do that, but I don't want you to just do that. Really get out and try and meet these people. Connect with them because they are just truly special people. I love Nita and Kunal, and I just loved making new friends with Anita and Verinder. It was such a great episode. Really enjoyed it. So many thanks to all four of them. I can't wait to hang out with them again. Yeah, and how about the wine game? Yeah, back on top. That's what I'm talking about. All right, make sure you visit PasoWine.com for any and all things Paso related before your next visit and follow them on your social feeds at PasoWine. Where Wine Takes You is executive produced by Joel Peterson and Paso Wine. Associate producer is Jen Bravo. The podcast is recorded 
edited and produced by yours truly. If you're cruising around the Central Coast, you can tune me in on your radio, my morning show, Up and Adam in the Morning, as well as the Cork Dorks and more. It's on the Crush 92.5, Crush with a K, crush925.com. We stream all over the world. Also got a free app in your smartphone. Original music on the podcast provided by Moonshiner Collective. The song is called Good Company. You can learn more about the band anywhere you get your music. Search for Moonshiner Collective or log on to moonshinercollective.com. Equipment transport and technical consideration provided by our friends at Fly With Wine. Just got my new burgundy case. Oh my God, it looks so good. It looks so good. It's really making going back and forth with the fair and the podcast and the cork dorks and everything I'm doing on the air. I love my Fly With Wine case. Flywithwine.com. Again, thanks for connecting with us on this bonus episode. I am your host, Adam Montiel. Until next time, next week, glasses up, big Paso pour, enjoying your summer and always sharing where wine takes you. And give me that sound, get bowing, pass on down till the job is Get out in the trees, it will simplify on good comp. Give me that sound, get bowing, pass on down till the job is out in the trees, it will simplify and good company. Give me that moon sound, we'll get by, we pass on around till the job is camped out in the trees, it will simplify and good company. Give me that moon sound, we'll get by, we pass on around till the job is camped out in the trees, it will simplify and good company.